Welcome to Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And this is a podcast where we watch two similar bad movies and talk about which one is better. And this week's theme... Bad movies. I'm allowed to like Assassin's Creed if I want. <laughs> it doesn't make it good. Oh, touche. Yeah, just just touché. because we like a movie doesn't make it a quality movie. So, uh, But don't assume that I liked Assassin's Creed. Right. You have to wait and see. Yeah. More details to come. But so. we've liked some of the movies. There have been plenty of movie, plenty of these movies that, that we I was enjoyed, at least, at least entertained. Yeah, at least pleasantly surprised by. Right. There certainly have been a lot of stinkers, and most of these I wouldn't have watched without the podcast. Yeah, for sure. But I'm at least, I'm usually at least interested in seeing all of the movies. I have a morbid curiosity that dri- yeah. has driven me to watch a lot of terrible movies yeah. over the years, even without having an excuse like doing a podcast on them honestly even on my own without the podcast most of the time i just re-watch the same and some movies of them that i know i already well liked. i do that this also. is this is a good excuse for me to watch movies i haven't seen before but i'm susceptible also to what i will call the pluto nash effect where if you hear enough about how shitty a movie is you just want to be yes. like I want to see just how shitty this stinker really is. I got to see this for myself. Yeah, I have to know. Is it yeah. is it just going to be actually regularly shitty <laughs> and not enjoyable or really unenjoyable? The weird thing for me, though, is you will do that on your own. You'll watch these on your own. I would not do that before the podcast because yeah, I always felt like... Yeah, I'll just go find like, them and watch it just because I was bored. I always felt like I was wasting the opportunity to watch a movie that I know I like and like wasting my time on a movie I knew I probably would Yeah, I like. don't have this quite the same capacity as you for rewatching movies. Like I've rewatched movies a lot, but you you seem to be able to do it almost endlessly. I do. One basically if a movie hits my like top 20, I can watch it at any time. So it's it's tough for me to convince myself to watch Assassin's Creed when I'm like, well I can just watch Aliens again. There's Some no movie reason that hit your T spot. Top 20. <laughs> TT. I almost said ew. ew. Top, t- top 20. Did that be TT? Yeah. Spot? Okay, so this week, obviously, we already mentioned several times we watched Assassin's Creed, but we matched it I mean, up. I don't know. I was, I was present while Assassin's Creed was playing. <laughs> That's about all I will admit to. Watch is a strong word. Right. That would, that would. For what happened. Suggest that something was like absorbed <laughs> yeah. by us. Yeah. Uh, but or the, even noticed. The one that we matched up against it was Warcraft from the World, same year. Was it just called Warcraft or was it actually called World of Warcraft? No, it's called Warcraft. It's actually called Warcraft the beginning. The beginning. It used oh, to be Warcraft. Which is interesting because I had a theory that I've talked about before, whereas if a movie has colon in the title and it's not a sequel, it's always shitty. And I, uh, not not to... That was my theory. Not to get too spoilery on you, but I would say this supports that theory. Yeah, so both of these, I guess the theme is something like bad video game adaptations from 2016. Both of right. the movies were from last year. Assassins, they both got pretty bad Rotten Tomato scores. Assassin's Creed was 17% and Warcraft was 28%. And, uh, and what, what do you say Assassin's Creed was? 18? 17. Oh, 17, okay. Yeah. And I'm... I mean, I'm inter- I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say, Eric. But oh, I feel like ha, ha. I feel like I'm <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like I'm even more interested with this one because I don't. I know we say this every time. I don't think we're gonna totally match up. I don't think so these. either. I think we're yeah. gonna be a little off on it. I mean, yeah, because I I also all right. So I'm let's not expecting just go any ahead. fives. Let's put it that way. But oh, I think we'll be not. off of this kind of significantly. Right. So one day we'll stop saying that maybe, but this is not that day. So let's see if our predictions are correct let's start off we watched assassin's creed first 
uh, lower Rotten Tomatoes Now, we score. should also say, before we go into either of these movies, that, well, I, I'm making an assumption here, but I don't think either of us have almost any knowledge of either of these video games that these are based off of. What We've, are you talking about? I'm an avid gamer. Yeah, sure, I'm whatever. I'm just all day, every day at the I mean, the I've played a lot of Solitaire computer. and a Yahtzee. <laughs> And uh, I was a word, not words, but scramble with friends master for a while until my phone imploded. Sure. I have been known to I've... play a mean game of Mahjong. Yeah. <laughs> scramble friend has seen me through a lot of strenuous bowel movements. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. You, <laughs> so I'm a gamer. You, uh, you assumed correctly. I don't know shit about either Assassin's Creed or I know Creed what I've seen from like popular culture references to them, and that's about it. Yeah. I know the general premise, and I don't even know the general story of the games, but I know the general like settings and stuff, I guess. But as I'll probably prove, that's probably not true. I how I, I garnered from it. context clues that Assassin's Creed had something to do with assassins uh-huh. uh, with some, some, well i knew some it, it was on. like I, I, there's been multiple assassin's creed games as far as i know mm-hmm. but it originally got popular because you could do a bunch of like running along the walls or climbing on edges and stuff like that i think like parkour type stuff in was the that game. it i yeah. feel like in and my I th- mind, there was always I, an, some element of time travel i think i, I think there's no way to distinguish between Prince of Persia and Assassin's Creed. It's the same Is sort there... of... No, I don't know. I told you. I don't know anything about these games. Okay. Not anything. I don't know almost anything about these games. Okay. Well, so if, with that, we won't really be able to know how much these deviate from the games in terms of story. Yes. We will not Because nowadays it's it the... I mean, video games nowadays can have pretty elaborate stories. It's not like when they made a Mario Brothers movie, they get to make whatever they want because there really is no story. Like, these games have pretty elaborate storylines with, like, cutscenes, little mini-movies in them and everything. Yeah. So maybe these movies were literally, like, exactly from the video games. I have no idea. I will say, uh, so when I'm preparing to record these podcasts, I try to look up interesting facts See about what the each movie directors so, have written on yeah, about I consult, themselves I consult on with the directors on wikipedia <laughs> battle them for edits on the movie yeah yeah i also i look through you know i mean i don't do anything crazy i just look through trivia that i can find and looking through trivia for both of these movies was so fucking annoying because all it a bunch did of nerds about it was about it was it. a bunch of losers just comparing <laughs> whoa like, whoa tony yeah, i mean bunch I mean, of fucking virgins <laughs> sitting in their basement just typing like, on wikipedia well in the game it was on his right hand but in the movie it was on his left hand it, right. oh my god i don't give a shit i want to know about the movie and the making of the movie right. i don't want to hear about you know the squabbling between the writers and how much they did or didn't know about the game. But right. I mean, it's funny that I'm that judgy about it because if I really love a book, I will judge the, same the movie thing. extremely yeah. harshly against the book. But I just, I can't relate at all to gamers. So it just, it, it just irritated me when I was looking for anything interesting to talk about with either of these movies. Right. So apologies if there's a little less history or trivia than, than usual. Than you would normally have collected. Because... Damn. There was too much to sift through. Yeah. Too much ranting by the... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So starting off with Assassin's Creed, uh, I am not going to go into this summary in depth. Well, I can can do a brief synopsis. Well, I've got one too. I mean, it's... Fine, do it. Actually, you know, you you go for it. Let's see how you do. So the movie, I don't... Like I said, I don't know how much the video game mirrors this, but it starts out explaining that there's two sects, basically. One is... A group of people. I thought that 
protecting or Muhammad was the guy's name. I didn't know if there was supposed to be the Muhammad, but I don't think so. I don't it think some it prince is. Name, Muhammad prince is an Muhammad, extremely and it's the wrong time read a frame. Book, Eric. Yeah, no, Muhammad's it's the, the wrong, most common name in the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's the wrong time frame, I think, and because uh, it was like 1492 or whatever. So he has this device called the Apple of Eden, which is some sort of ancient technological device that's supposed to hold the key to human genetics and. The one it's, group. No, it's specifically the code to human free will. Well, they said that's in there, but I think they're okay. supposed to just be all the information about human genetics or something. But one group, the Templars, wanted to get the data for what gives humans free will and be able to snuff it out to prevent violence. And they're killing everyone to accomplish this goal. <laughs> and, and then there's another group of the assassins that, while they're willing to do any, like kill anyone or do anything, it's basically all in protection of the apple i guess sure so i'm assuming that this apple thing is from the video game i think everything that they made a point of saying was from from the the video video okay so then but they is modern times now they show some stuff from back then but in modern times there's this guy who walks in on his parent his mom being killed by his dad flashes forward he's in prison and this is the um uh what's his name cal cal yeah but uh michael fast michael fast i don't know why that jump from my head so he's about to go on death row or he's on death row he's about to get executed he gets executed but he doesn't really die he wakes up in this facility where they need to put him in some machine that using his genetics links his memories to the old time assassins because he's way down the line from them he's the last of their bloodline and they can sort of see through the past with genetic memory and they're trying to use that to find out where the apple ended up and take it and kill free will yep so that's the whole movie and conveniently even though he's 600 years removed from his ancestor, he looks exactly like him. Right. So. Well, that's their way of showing that the ancient ancestor was him or whatever. Yeah. But at the part of this movie that, and I don't know if this is what the video game is like or not, it doesn't really matter, but the element that made the movie really lame was the fact that all the action, except for the very little at the very end, takes place in these memories, basically. So there's no sense of like urgency or tension because it's all stuff that's happened hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Yeah, I mean, so you don't care. Yeah, that's I completely agree. That's structure stuff, though. Right. So but let's I'm just go. Saying, in, like, yeah, it's one big pile of shit. <laughs> to quote all right. Jeff Goldblum. All right. So now that Eric has given you the summary for this one big pile of shit, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's go. Shit. Let's go through our ratings. the right. The main purpose of this podcast is to rate each movie in four different categories: acting, visuals, structure. And entertainment value and each of us can give the movie up to five points in each category and whichever one gets the most points at the end we consider the better movie so starting yeah. off with acting oh you made a face well because i think this is where we're going to disagree i thought so too i actually was not that upset with the acting in this i wasn't either okay i gave it a three i gave it a two and a half i almost gave it a and three and only- a half yeah i bumped it down because so one thing about this movie, this movie is pretty much packed with talented actors. Right, and the only reason I gigged them on this was because it wasn't even chemistry so much. I don't know if that's the right word, but the casting was so unbelievably random to me. Yeah. And it's not even that they didn't work well together. It's just like they seem to be actors from like different worlds almost. It's like crammed. It was like uh, Marion Cotillard, Jeremy Irons, Fassbender, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. And then like a couple of the minor characters. I don't remember their Essie names. Essie Davis is yeah. the, played Michael Fassbender's mom. She is the Australian actress from The Babadook. And I remember yeah. the black guy with like the grayish beard. I don't yeah. remember his name. I don't remember his name, but he's good too. Yeah, he's so, good. But all these really competent actors, but they're so just they like. nothing to work with. They, well, yeah. they're, just hap- they're just there. Yeah. Like, like the woman you talk about from the Babadook she has one line in a flashback yeah. she's in it for like two seconds Brendan Gleeson's in the movie for 
combined five minutes maybe yeah he he filmed his part in a day i guarantee literally you. it was yeah. like one day on set and, right and that's what's so weird about this is everyone is just kind of there and they don't interact very much with each other with the exception of fassbender and cotillard and her and jeremy irons there's almost no interaction but they're linking the you know what i mean like they're all just right. exist independently like they film their stuff by themselves and the way and the way that this movie is edited and cuts between everybody it actually at feel one like point, they're in the same room <laughs> at one point i was like i feel like they're just showing us character faces to remind us and to show how proud they were that they got this actor in right. there and like they'd cut to people and they wouldn't even have anything to say or eric's right they're just like they're just maybe, sitting in a room on their maybe own maybe you're right and they each did all their filming <laughs> yeah. in a day and the other actors weren't even there like this yeah. movie felt i guarantee you it was expensive but it felt like minus some special effects that it could have been done for like three or four million dollars <laughs> minus paying the actors because they were all just in like drab rooms yeah talking right you know and minus the back in time scenes where they're running through ancient cities and stuff like yeah almost nothing was yeah so but the acting in itself was I would say probably above average. Certainly, all these people know how to act. So I they just, feel there like there wasn't a lot of material. For I feel them like to work Fa- with. Fassbender always brings it. I yeah. mean, that guy. That guy pours himself. You can tell he's a super intense person. He right. pours himself into every role that he's in. So as I was watching it, I was like, you know, he is doing the absolute best he can to bring a real character out of the Whatever ashes of him. nothing. Right. Um, Eric's right. There's not really any, there's not really any chemistry. Marion Cotillard is an actress I'm not quite sold on. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the, her face. There's something weird about it. I, I don't know. I, Eric dislikes her more than me. I just am, like I said, I'm just not sold. I feel like I hear that she's a very, that she's a really good actress, but I've never been really excited by her in anything that she's been in. Yeah. She, it, it also doesn't help that her character undergoes a, transformation at the end basically from good to bad with very little motivation yeah and sort of but not really it's kind of bizarre yeah it's really bizarre yeah that's not really i mean that that could be acting that's what they wanted though no no no, i mean that's a character problem unfortunately she wasn't able to overcome it whereas i feel like fassbender was able to overcome some of the underwriting of his character i don't think they wrote anything poorly about his character per se it was just not much there yeah because literally he's just kind of a passive vehicle he's just experiencing all this stuff for the vast majority of the movie he isn't doing anything he's try as an actor though you can tell he's right. trying right so but hard i'm saying that he's yeah. trying but there's just yeah. not a lot well there. Anyway, i mean i'm surprised that we're even as close as we are i thought you were going to be in the ones or something mm-hmm. with this I, I figured that you would have been so upset with marion cotillard and <laughs> i'm just not upset like with her annoyed. acting I just, yeah. she's she's a weird one i don't know the reason i, I think i Act like I'm upset with her is because I don't, like you said, I don't know how to feel about her. Yeah. I can't tell if she's hot or not. And I can't tell if she's a good actress or not. Yeah. I'm assuming she is because I never feel like she's a bad actress. Yeah. But she's always in these roles where I feel like she's, I don't know if it's her or if that's just her vibe, but she seems like she's trying overly hard to be kind of like, not like sultry, but like seductive. A, in like yeah. a weird, dark, mysterious way where she's just kind of like, and not really almost like toning down her emotions to try to appear kind of creepy or sultry or something honestly i think you might be off put by her french i was just gonna say that yeah. i was literally gonna say it may just be because she's very french yeah and that's just I, what they're like yeah i think eric i think there's a disconnect between like, like she could be yeah. ordering mcdonald's and be like i'll take the number four <laughs> and you're just like oh and all right like, i don't know what to th- yeah exactly me? are you hot or not? i can't tell are you evil or good yeah i just don't know yeah this also some of the casting in this movie is actually I, I i it's not necessarily random it's just people who had worked together before uh i kind of labeled it nepotism the movie <laughs> because even so essie davis is 
married to the director. Right. So, that so that's sense. why she. It was actually in it. is surprising that she only had as little of a role as she did. She right. Was a minuscule role. Right. And, Barely speaking role. And Fassbender was cast first, and apparently he specifically requested Cotillard okay. uh, because they had worked together in Macbeth. And he had worked with the director before. And then the guy who did the score for the movie is the director's brother. And right. she's like, oh my God, everybody either worked with someone else or is married oh, to someone else. he's the one who did else. that weird rap thing at the end, yeah. right? <laughs> we were cracking up at the music <laughs> yeah. at, at the end. And I even, and the opening song, I was like, it sounds like an STP cover band or something. <laughs> it was like this weird like 90s Right, it sounded like rock. they were going for like Soundgarden or STP or something yeah. like that. And But it was showing stuff that was happening in the 1400s. 1500s yeah that kind of was strange right okay so let's move on to visuals you can start with visuals too i went kind of low on this one i said 1.5 okay because there was a lot of the movie takes place in this like weird facility and it's very drab there's not much to see not that it looks bad i mean that's what they were going for i guess but there's not a lot going on yeah i didn't really like the the animus machine thing that they connect him to to go back in time that looked kind of cheesy and when he is back in time, there's a couple scenes because they have the characters are all wearing hoods and stuff. and But the people, the guards chasing them, the Templars or whatever, all wearing black as well. And there's a lot of scenes where it's actually a little bit difficult to tell who's who. I and that kind of But the choreography and stuff, I the fighting was fine. I like that stuff. They had some of the things didn't make any sense, really, the way they were running. And they'd end up facing people again that they just climbed like a huge building and then they'd be in right there yeah, again. Stuff like that is a little bit distracting. I struggled a little bit with the visuals on this one too because I also noticed that the action was technically good and the right. choreog- choreography was technically good but I was pretty bored by the action. Well, the reason you're, the action was totally neutered by the fact that like we were saying this is a structure issue but you know that nothing that you're watching yes. matters because it's stuff that already happened. Not only did it already happen, it already happened to 500, no, you know. Yeah. Hundreds of years, more than 500 years ago. Right. Yeah, so it was. it's tough to get invested in any of the action that's going on because right. it's not going to affect the characters that you're actually Right, because you know that follow. no matter what happens in this, vid, in this uh, flashback memory thing, they're still in the exact same position that they are right before he went into the machine. Right. It, won't, it doesn't change anything. They're just figuring out what happened. Right, and it's and kind of... And that really a, makes it kind of lame. I would say aside from the action, to me, it was kind of an ugly movie. So yeah, in the future, it's not good looking. In the future, everything is blue tinted. It's, right. it's blue and it's like fuzzy. Blue and gray. Yeah, kind of. it's blue, gray, fuzzy extremely sterile clean in the past everything is dusty and, and orange, yeah, and, orange brown. and brown yeah and it's extremely stark differences i, did, I mean they're obviously doing that yes. on purpose yeah. but but both of them were ugly uh, both, both of them there ugly. wasn't a lot of variety and it doesn't even look bad it just is just uh, unsavory yeah. looking there just wasn't a lot of variety in either one so right. either you're looking at something in the future and everything's blue or you're looking at something in the past and everything's orange right so it was it was kind of an ugly movie to watch here's where this is a little bit of a problem with me doing my research because sometimes i come across things that kind of explain it for you that affect my score not even necessarily explain it but apparently i know and i i tried i think i did a little bit with this one but i'm not i'm not gonna take it back bad for them or something apparently they did every almost everything that they could with practical effects so it's not a huge cg heavy movie they did a lot of parkour they did a lot like the actors all did well the being fastbender did most of his stunts himself so i get impressed when i read stuff like that so i'm more lenient on these movies that i can tell a lot of like blood sweat and tears went into the making of them (laughs) yeah 
Uh, so you said one and a half. I said one and a half. I actually said just... two and a half. Okay. So I think that I think part of me, part of it is me being lenient. Part the other part, part of it's shirtless fast yeah. bender. Okay. All right. So I got okay. Fast bender. God bless him. He don't give no shits about being naked. This dude will get naked for He'll you. He dong. doesn't. He will. He'll hang dong. He, he's just like I fight better. Not, he, sh- he he's like I fight better movie. shirtless anyway, man. You know. He he like. He takes his shirt off at some point in the movie for no reason. Just he's going into the machine and you're like... He's like, this time I'm going to take my shirt off. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, uh, you know, feel the breeze or something. <laughs> he's kind of like the male Eva Green. He's yeah. just like, ah, whatever. It's a body. Pops you off. can look at it if you want. So I, I appreciate that. I kind of remember in Centurion, I feel like he was shirtless a lot. Of course, his Isn't first... Is Eva Green really... French too or is she just British? She's French. She is French. Yes. Yeah. So why didn't Marion Cotillard take her shirt off all the time? I don't then? think she ever has. I I, at least so. I've never seen it if she has. It, no, but Fassbender, I mean, his first big movie role was 300, which he was obviously mostly naked in. He's gotten actually naked in multiple right. movies. So I, I gave it an extra half point for that, <laughs> I would say. I'm like, thank you, Fassbender. Because <sighs> I've been getting grumpy lately, at especially King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. That movie pissed me off. Like... How dare you only have him shirtless <laughs> for 10 seconds in a ridiculous, like... These poor actors have to take an entire cycle of steroids, <laughs> and you're not even going to show their... their Ex- exactly. Their, uh, Every Marvel movie seconds. doles out one shirtless scene for us. You know, I, I feel like... <laughs> us. Yeah, for us, the people who are attracted to men. So, oh, okay. So I feel like... I feel I don't know if it's the actors being like I don't want to be typecast, but they're working really hard for these bodies. They can show them off a little bit. I don't think it's a typecasting issue. What typecast is being in shape? I don't know. I I feel I think like they just don't write that into movies as much. It's weird to me that they would purposefully put a shirtless scene in a movie and then not like not continue that somehow. I think I don't they're know. worried about it being too like. Schlocky. If he's like always running or like some weird 80s movie. But something like King Arthur, they, King Arthur Legend of the Sword was total schlock. Yeah, they, uh, right, but they don't think that. Yeah, I guess so. They don't want it to seem like it's, um, I don't know, pa- not pandering, because obviously anything, they're always pandering, but mm-hmm. I think they're just trying, maybe trying to, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, it doesn't make, it doesn't make much sense to me because it's not like it shouldn't hurt unless it's a ratings thing, but I don't think you're going to get rated R for a movie. No, that, wait, not for a yeah, dude. I mean, just unless, for like, a, just for a guy like, no, you could be, I mean, no like shirt. you have something like Conan or Beastman or it's Scorpion like a, King where he never has a yeah, shirt on Yeah, we just finished watching Stranger Things. There was an entire episode where I swear all the men were allergic to shirts. So they there's just, no, oh, there's yeah. certainly not, no, nothing that's going to hurt you from having a dude not having a shirt on in yeah. terms of ratings. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to structure. I think we might be pretty close on this one. I gave it a one. I also gave it a one. Yeah, the structure was bad. This because was... the main flaws, like we said, they until the very end, nothing is even happening. None. I mean, there's visual action, but it's stuff that's already done and over with. Yeah. They're, just, they're literally basically watching a movie to find out where this relic is, and you're watching right. it with them. Totally terrible decision because yeah. you don't give a fuck at all. The characters that you're watching in these action scenes have been dead for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. They, yeah, it's Michael Fassbender still playing the guy, but whatever. You, you know whatever's happened has already happened. Yeah. You know Fassbender's still alive in real life. And even, it doesn't matter. And even there... You'll be watching a good action scene in the past, yeah. and then they'll cut to Fassbender in the 
future in the Animus machine. Like, oh my god, but you know it doesn't So it's like, matter. okay, well you just reminded me yeah, that this isn't not actually only did, happening. Is it not actually happening, you keep reminding yeah, us Yeah, even if I'm isn't. getting sucked into the action, which I'm not, I would get immediately right. pulled back out and to be reminded that he's not actually the doing The general it. premise to me was was weak. Yeah. This whole like Apple thing and they're like, okay, they're trying to... Hey, it was actually for a while in the beginning of the movie, to, it was confusing for me to understand who's even supposed to, like who's doing something that's bad for humanity and who's doing what's good. So... You know, I was like, and I had to explain t- to so Tony a, a lot pat- of this I've, stuff. I've got a patented Tony... There's a reason for that. Okay. <laughs> for that. You looked up. Uh, yeah, the director did that on purpose. He purposefully. <laughs> he purposefully. He said he obscured which side the audience should side with. That's a horrible idea. I know. You. you how am I Why supposed are you to care? care if you don't even know who's the bad guy? Exactly. At uh, least I know we're not crazy. though. No. And I remembered you saying that, and I was like, yeah, you know, he really is right. I, I don't was like, understand. Who do we want to be winning here? I don't quite understand the good guys, bad guys, good motivation. I mean, the bad only thing. Yeah, because they said like the the assassins were willing to kill anyone or do anything the only thing is they had the um templar guard guy do like cruel stuff like someone surrendered and then he still said to burn the village down or something right stuff like that so you know yeah. that those guys are bad you don't know if the assassins are good though yeah so you're just like and who should get then what does this apple thing even really do and why can't even... they just destroy it right what? and that's another thing like they the assassins were trying to keep it from falling into the hands of the templars but they didn't give any reason why they needed it to exist yeah if it was so devastating for them to get it and snuff out free will basically is what they said they were trying to do yeah and sort of like equilibrium, like eliminate violence by eliminating, not feelings, but eliminating people's ability to right. care at all. I mean, so this... Why wouldn't so, you just smash the thing to pieces? Right. So aside from problems with the story, which, I mean, we we could go on and on about. Also, they just, these are poorly developed characters. We don't know anything about them. They, right. Like Fassbender supposedly, the, the future Fassbender supposedly was in prison and because he killed a pimp. But they like, don't give you any... Yeah. First of all, he's on death row for murder. They don't even say it was a pimp until three quarters of the way through the movie. Right. So you're like, this guy could be a legit like psychopath. You yeah. don't know. Right. He could have murdered a family of like kids and everything you don't know yeah and even then the he, pimp like maybe he just has a price dispute who knows i mean obviously saying he killed a pimp that's supposed, that's supposed to be like to. oh he's a good guy yeah, but not really not yeah. reality yeah. why would you go on death row just for killing one you know like so and then i and then i mentioned you know this just conversion with marion cotillard's character where she's like I it's didn't so even bizarre with her it. because she's not in the dark about anything her dad's like telling her the entire time what they're gonna, what they need to do, why they need this, they're gonna get rid of like violence and all this by stopping humans' behavior and, and like eliminating free will and stuff. And then at the end, they have it, and she's like, "Oh no, she's we're like, gonna eliminate what have we free done? will, right?" And it's just like, "What the and fuck?" Then this she is gets, literally the thing you knew you were doing. Yeah, and then she gets mad when the assassins steal it back, and then she's like, oh, "I'm coming for right, you." Right. So fast then she bender. has like a double way switch in like five yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's very, it's very strange. So I mean, it's got a confusing MacGuffin with the. With the apple, right. apple of power, or apple of truth, or whatever it is. Which I guess you're assuming yeah. the whole time that it's real and not just like a legend. You know, you don't oh, even no, know. No, oh no, no, we're absolutely supposed to think of it's real it the is, whole time. But I'm like, but it does. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense about what it is or how. Like, why does it need to exist? Why, why don't the assassins need, yeah, why don't just they destroy it? it? And yeah. also, if they get it, what is it like a thumb drive? How do they get this information out of yeah. it? Yeah, so know, they is needed it more. On there? They, they needed more character development. The dialogue was weak. Well, they needed stuff to yeah. matter. First of all, nothing in the, happened right. in the movie until the final escape from the prison scene. Yeah, nothing matters. Yeah, literally nothing that happens matters. Right, exactly. They're literally watching a movie because they're because they even make sure to say 
you can't change anything that happened right. in this. You're just experiencing it. Right. So we do get to find out why his mother was killed. Even that didn't make any sense. She basically had her husband kill her so that she wouldn't get put into the animus. That was dumb too. Which doesn't make any sense. And then sense. the kid escapes from the situation just by running out the back door. Yeah. Like why couldn't they all just like yeah. run out the back door? Yeah, why can't everybody The 12 year old escapes by himself from right. the agents. Right. And the dad didn't end up killing himself. Or no. something. He let himself get put into it. Yeah, or maybe he's supposed to have fought all of the Templars off so that his son could escape. But they didn't make anything clear. They didn't make it clear. Yeah. All right. So we're in agreement at least on that one. Yeah. What did you give it for entertainment value? I said value? one again. I said for, one also. For the same I, reason. Like, it was visually ugly. I will say... It was un- nonsense or, like, confusing. You didn't care. And it was boring. I, I was bored. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't mattered. angry watching the movie... I was mostly just interested I was for confused podcast and bored. reasons. Yeah. I, and you know, I don't necessarily get as angry as Eric does when I get confused, but I I was kind of like mostly so I wrote this down this and was a, yeah, what do you I write? said, "Why did they make this so boring?" Yeah. <laughs> and like it felt like they purposefully and made I was, it boring. The, the weird thing about this one is that I was confused, but I wasn't confused about what was happening in the movie the way I am with some movies. I was just confusing about like why I should care. Because yeah. you don't. I'm like, okay, they're showing me this. I understand basically what they're showing me. These people are trying to get the relic. I get it. Uh, what does that have to do with us? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, so unfortunately... Like, I, I get mean, it. She kidnapped herself. <laughs> <laughs> I fail to see how this constitutes an emergency. Exactly. That, yeah. Well, that, that sums up the whole movie. Right. I fail to understand how this constitutes any emotion on my part. Yeah, it, I mean, the director really killed it when he tried to get us to root for both sides at the same time. Well, that that just put the final nail in. I think yeah. what really killed it was realizing that nothing mattered. Yeah. You couldn't change it. It's but, already happened. But on top of that, the pace of the movie is slow. slow. The music is calming and quiet. Right. The pace is slow. Like I said, it's like ominous, I wrote, why did nothing, yeah, yeah, why did they make this so boring? Right. It felt it like... I almost was like, did you do this on purpose? Was it was it getting too exciting? So you it felt like you had to, to slow me things down. They didn't down? realize what people would be enjoying about watching an Assassin's Creed movie because yeah. I don't know about the people who played the video games, but you need to appeal when you're making a movie. It has to appeal to not just the video game people, right? And as someone like me who see who knows what little I know about Assassin's Creed, it's guys doing crazy parkour shit, yeah. in medieval times or something, yeah. So that's what people would be expecting to see in this movie, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, what little of it was there didn't matter, and yeah. he didn't care about it. Yep. So. Yep. All right. So run through. Your and scores. one part that was really frustrating me, and doesn't really matter, but it, the end of the biggest chase scene, they get to the top of this massive tower, and they just jump off into the fog from literally like a thousand feet in the air, and then nothing. That then was, the next scene, they're just alive again. I'm like, this is impossible <laughs> and stupid. That was a game thing. So you know how she was like, he did the leap of faith. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, as is I was there, going You didn't th- know if there was water down there or something there's supposed to be? I as I was going through trivia and stuff, yeah. they were like, the leap of faith is from the game and there was a hyperlink. I didn't even fucking click on it. I don't give a shit what I mean, it was the like leap of if, faith was So there was supposed to be water, game. I guess? I don't know. Because this is like Golden Gate Bridge height. Like, you'd still die anyway. I don't know. I, I, I I have a feeling that that was like a specific well, move whatever. in the game that dumb. you must have had to like earn or something and it just got you out well, of Well, that's situations. another thing is even including it's not a bad idea if it's if it's a big thing to the game, but you have to make sure that people who yeah. never played the game understand what's going on. I think even if you played the game, it wouldn't have made any sense in context because this was is... Was there some level that you couldn't beat unless you jumped off into the void without knowing what was there, I guess? Maybe. I guess I should have clicked the link, but I wasn't yeah, interested whatever. enough. Click the link. Somebody All right. tell yeah. us. All right, uh, Some through- nerd who's mad about our portrayal of the game tell email us and yeah. tell us what's going on. Run through your scores. I got two and a half, one and a half, one and one for a total of six. 
And I said three, two and a half, one, and one for seven and a half. I, I felt like I could tell I wasn't as miserable watching it as you were. You were pretty unhappy. I thought it was crap. Yeah, you were it pretty unhappy. It was another unhappy. movie. Like, I think the, my frustration was not necessarily in being confused with this plot, because I understand what was happening for the most part. It was just, it was one of those movies that you're like, this had no excuse for being this bad. Yeah. With the actors and, like, the resources. Yeah. Like, there was, this was just poor decision making yeah. on the part of creating this movie. The one thing that I did find a little bit interesting while looking up things about the movie is apparently Fassbender was involved soup to nuts in this. Like he, huh. he wasn't the director. But it was like but a pet project sort yeah, of Yeah, so he produced it and he was heavily involved in every decision and he did that on purpose. He wanted he said he wanted to be in a project that he could be involved from the beginning and he shaped every aspect well, of it. Please don't do it again. Yeah, and I'm kinda like, you know what? Stick to acting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Stick to hanging dong. Because I'm kinda I'm kinda wondering if and that's why, you know, when I said, why did they make this so boring and some of these weird decisions with pacing and everything, maybe it's because they just let a guy who's not a director make too many directing decisions. And it turns out maybe that's the case. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I know that a lot of the same people worked on this movie on a version of Macbeth from a few years ago. And so you got the whole crew to come over. Yeah, just, he basically got that crew from Macbeth, and I it's have like no idea. a weird version of when Adam Sandler gets all his buddies to make a yeah. shitty comedy. <laughs> yeah, except this one, they all had to fucking work their asses off and do parkour and shit. Right. <laughs> and he's like, no, you have to do it for real. I could totally yeah. imagine like Fast right. making everybody, no, jump on the wall again. Higher, yeah, higher. higher. That's and it said something like, it, it has a record for the highest like free fall stunt and stuff oh. like that. So... Blood, that sweat, sucks tears. because you didn't actually. Yeah. They, I would never have guessed that. No. I would have assumed it didn't look like it. Yeah, yeah. it didn't look like it was real. Yeah. So it's like I, that's wasted almost. Yeah. So I think the fact that I did seven and a half, you did six. I think it's a twofold thing. First, I'm a huge Fastbender fan. I like him a lot, obviously. And second, I feel bad for this movie because I read about how much work went into it. And well, that's it's just a, not what, showing like what up I was saying. Screen. There's no excuse for with that amount of effort and resources and stuff like that, that it should have been this bad. Yeah. Okay. So the total for that between the two of us was 13.5 points. Okay. So let's move on to Warcraft. Also from 2016, Rotten Tomatoes score of 28%. Okay. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this summary. All I'm going to say it it chronicles, it chronicles the beginning of an ongoing fight between orcs and humans on a planet that I don't remember the name of it. Azeroth, maybe? Something like that, Azeroth? yeah. I've never played this game. Yeah. You know, before we watched this, Eric said, I wonder if this movie is only going to appeal to people well, who I know the game. Well, I said I was game. worried. I was like, I have a concern yeah. for this movie that if not knowing anything about the game, I don't know if it was made for people who, like, almost yeah. accidentally assuming that everyone knows what was going and on. And I gave it the benefit of the doubt. I said, you know, they put a lot of they put a lot of marketing, a lot of effort into making this a real movie. I right. think they're going to really try to appeal to non-gamers. I am telling you from the opening credits... I could not have cared less about anything that happened in this movie, and I guarantee you it only appealed to gamers. So I, I mean, with, with me having said that and looking at your reaction, I'm guessing you don't agree. So do not be shocked at the low scores I'm yeah, going to be no, giving no. this movie. I mean, it wasn't great. Because I had a hard time caring at all. I was, uh, yeah, and that was that's probably one of my biggest complaints with it is that another one that I was frustrating with because I thought it was very close to being a significantly enjoyable movie. If they had fleshed the stuff out to where you did understand it a little more and did care about it. I felt like, so I've said in previous episodes when 
I don't really know what makes a movie bad. I'll say, well, it looked like a movie and it felt yeah. like a movie. This didn't even look or feel like a movie to me. Interesting. To me, this was like, I don't know why I want to use this as an example, but I'm going to. There was <laughs> once like a Conan, Conan O'Brien skit yeah. where he had like puppies dressed as cats and there were these like, there were these puppies and, and they were in little wrong. cat outfits. <laughs> I don't know. It was adorable. It was great. But like this movie is like a video game just vaguely dressed as a movie. And it can't... Well, that's what they were it, going it's for, like, I think. So the puppies dressed as cats, that doesn't appeal to people who like cats. It appeals to people who like puppies. Right. Because it's adorable that they're dressed as something right. as they aren't. This but movie... But they was trying to be for, this, for cat people yeah, kind of thing. The, the, it would be as if Conan O'Brien was trying to get cat people on board. No. He knew he was doing that for puppy people. I mean, if you like cats and dogs, you would still like it. But right. this movie was like... A, it was a video game dressed as a movie. And for me, who doesn't care about video games and only cares about movies, it was such a poor representation of a movie that I couldn't... Well, I also movie. don't really care. I'm not a video gamer at all. Yeah. I've never played Warcraft. I've mm-hmm. never played most of these games. Yeah. I don't have any single console. Right yeah. now, I don't have any games on my... Com- I've played some games on so, my okay. PC in the past, but uh, I'm not a gamer. Okay, so it's kind of... it's. I mean, I can tell that... I didn't like. I disliked this movie more than you. So yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't out. do high scores, but I'm, I'm not off, as harsh as you sound. I'm going like. to start off with my acting okay. score. I think this was one of the worst acted movies really? that we've watched. Yes. I thought, okay. So I gave an acting score of one. I said two. Yeah. Because I thought that it was, there was no like star power in it, which isn't necessarily in and of itself a bad thing, but there were very few familiar faces at all. I don't know. I mean, I recognized people. I, I remember, you're right, it's mostly nobodies. But I did recognize some people. I remember when Dominic Cooper plays the king. He came on board and went, well, there's a real actor. Because yeah. everyone else up until that point was like a computer-generated orc or a nobody. I will say, one of the main characters yeah. in this movie, dude, I can't remember any of the character names. And the actors are nobodies. Right. So the actor's named Ben Schnetzer. And the character was named Cadgar, and he was this supposed to be like boy wizard type thing. The one who ran away? Yes. That guy looked and acted like a gamer who won a contest to be in a movie. <laughs> I don't think I, his acting was that bad. I thought his acting was terrible. I, I thought it was a little... He, to me, and this was weird, this movie looked really young to me like it was funny because we i actually ended up looking up or we looked up some of the actors ages because i was like they're all I don't in their think late we, 30s yeah but they're they not young like they're mid 20s so i don't know if that's 20s. part of the special effects or if it's just we're used to movies where people like tom cruise are all running around <laughs> and they're yeah. like people who are in their 50s playing people in their 30s so seeing someone in their 30s actually makes them look like a teenager you know i i think everything was just very clean it was and i was yeah. gonna mark mark on that in the visuals like even yeah. the armor looked like all brand new almost like plastic because it probably yeah. was plastic yeah. But no, every, everything. Well, anyways, is, for the acting, we can go do visuals later. Right. I wasn't that upset. Like, obviously, a point isn't a huge difference, but you thought yeah. these were. Hor- I was. There was no, no, none. No of one the, was no, good. No one was good, but there was also no one that I was like, Jesus, this guy's terrible. And that's that's surprising me because I really that Ben Schnetzer kid. He's not a kid. He's like he's yeah. late twenties, but. Like, that Ben Schnetzer guy I thought was just awful. It made for a goofy character, yeah. but I, it didn't strike me as him being an atrocious actor. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. character was goofy and, like, kind of like... Ugh. He felt like someone who was, like, a champion LARPer. And, and they just put him in the movie. And, they, yeah, and, they're like, and congratulations. everyone's supposed to know who he is or yeah. something. Congratulations, you won a contest to be in the World of Warcraft movie. Right. Um, and the main dude had no personality. He's... 
I, I think he's from the TV show Vikings. I'd never seen the him guy before. whose son got killed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the king was Dom- Dominic Cooper, and all he did was get killed. Uh, yeah. The main wizard mage guy was played by actor Ben Foster, who I have seen in things before. Right. He looked like he barely even knew where he was. He, yeah. He looked like he just like showed up somewhere and started reading lines by like instinct or right. something. Um, well, part of I mean, part of that's weird because. He's supposed to be under the influence of some evil dark magic for the or possession by some demon for mm-hmm. the entirety of the movie, pretty much. You don't know this until more than halfway through the movie, pretty much. So it, it might ex- explain why he... Because he kind of comes across just being like, like phoning yeah. it in. And, and he's like a wizard and he does like some weird shit and then like leaves and is like kind of like stumbling around. And yeah. like, it comes across really weird, but I think that's them trying to portray that. Yeah, and I, you just don't know that that's... So you're just like, this guy's kind of weird yeah this guy's just not a very good actor because then they'll show they'll come back and they'll be like laying in his pool of bakta juice or whatever they (laughs) use and uh and you're just like what the fuck is this guy doing and you don't know that he's supposed to be like weakened yet or whatever at that point yeah it's it's bizarre and i was i was kind of embarrassed for paula Patton. she played this like half orc half person thing and they were trying to make her speak with slightly broken english but but, it wasn't she spoke with a perfect accent and just written poorly like it'd be like if you were someone who had perfect english just reading something written by someone you know expendable rando exactly like that you know expendable like she doesn't speak any foreign languages it's not even an accent you just say the words in the wrong order she just left the s it was literally like that no so i was like i know i know scared yeah and she she had these like fangs in the bottom she of her like, mouth I, that i think tusks yeah. yeah all the orcs had tusks and i think they made it a little bit difficult for her to talk because yeah, probably yeah why wouldn't so, they so i was embarrassed for her i thought she did I, overall just nobody was good i was really struck by but also i was well that's why a two is below yeah. average yeah and it's a, was a whole point below average. Average. Yeah, you just yeah. you just thought basically one means they're terrible. I don't yeah. think they were all I terrible. They were terrible. I thought yeah. they were uh, several of them were below average. But to me, it wasn't so bad that if this movie was great otherwise, that it would have really made a difference. You know, like it, it, it wasn't great otherwise. But yeah, no, I it really it really hit me wrong from yeah, the very really. beginning and all throughout. So all right, moving on to visuals. I have a feeling we'll maybe we'll be similar on this one. What'd you say? I said two. I said one and a half. Okay. Because um, for I, me, some of them I really like. They've gotten really good. Like overall, the look of the movie is probably an acquired taste. I, but it's it was a, one of those that was a conscious choice. Yeah. So you can't really say it's bad. Yeah. That's just the aesthetic that they were going for. And all the armor is really like brand new and clean and shiny. Lots of colors. All the magic's either shiny blue, shiny green, so I realized, gold and purple yeah, armor. Like yeah. that's all over the place. No, I, re- I realized that. I agree with you. The And that didn't, the, the, I didn't the dislike look of the, it. The look of the movie was purposeful and I disliked it. I didn't dislike yeah. it. But the only things that I thought looked bad were a few of the CG, like the Griffin that he flew around on that looked like shit to me the uh the thing with the eagle head and the okay. body of a lion that he flied on okay. flew on that he flied around flied on, on. <laughs> that he flied on and he squoze it while he was riding no um but what i what they've gotten good at lately is doing humanoid cg stuff like hulk and the orcs were done like that yeah. to where they look real they look like they were there they like the design of them was kind of stupid no see I, to me they didn't look like they were there i felt like i was watching roger rabbit like really? yeah to me it, i thought like you could never, see like when they move and you can see like striations in the muscle and stuff like it it, never it looks real to me it never integrated i didn't have a me. problem with that for them so it, it, i did with some of the elements like the the griffin and yeah. and some of the stuff and if there was like a large group of the orcs that they would do a little lesser of a job yeah. but like up close and stuff they looked it I looked like the hulk in the avengers to me it looked like the same quality yeah i don't know i mean i think it's just because they're so 
bizarre looking. They were comical in the way they were designed. Everything, Huge tusks. Their hands were like enormous. Everything around and, them looks fake too. Yeah. So with the Hulk, he's in a real room, but he's just a CG Hulk. So right. it's easier for me to accept that he kind of looks fake. But in this movie, not only do the orcs look fake, but everything around them to looks me, fake too. To me, this whole movie looked better than the Hobbit remakes in the way and how real everything looks and how like clean the hobbit i mean that movie was shit i mean i me. i really disliked the hobbit yeah. stuff so i i don't think i disagree with you but the hobbit like they look better and like me. they were more really there than like the goblin king or something from that movie to me i i don't know i mean it, it didn't work for me it yeah. it never it never I didn't integrated have a problem with those. yeah and um i definitely agree i did not like the aesthetic well you didn't mind it but no, I, didn't I didn't like mind the, it. i didn't like the too clean it was look very, of everything yeah that was kind of but i mean that was their thing and that it's mm -hmm. a video game it, it was it's, it's so to me it, it it just it never rose above like really good larping costumes. yeah and to me yeah so i didn't have a problem with the overall choice of design like it was very no, i don't want to say garish but it was very ostentatious i mean garish like, is the same but I, I garish agree, is negative yeah. you know more so than austin but like everything like i said everything was really bright but like we've seen so many movies lately with this everything's blue and orange and dr drab colors I, it was almost refreshing to have like these are bright clear colors everything's like well lit you can see what's going on no, i mean like, we just watched gods of egypt that right. so and i didn't mind that overall yeah, no, I actually, the cg was better in this i would say than the, the gods of egypt it was the cg was definitely better in this than gods of egypt but i liked the gods of egypt aesthetic better and if oh, there was a different be, style yeah, yeah so i liked that style whereas i do not like the world of warcraft and i didn't mind style. the world of warcraft style for yeah. their for their world okay. it was it i guess was that's worked. what accounts for the it half point me. difference yeah. and i keep coming back to this but that fucking paula Patton thing <laughs> okay i know i understand why they did that this is this is a video game primarily played by men yeah. so they need the hot character they need a hot exotic character but it's so silly to me that like a half orc half human would just be a hot lady with green skin and right. tiny little bottom tusks right. and a fucking rat's nest on her head oh my <laughs> god she's not even bigger than an average lady well, I mean, she's supposed she's to be stronger girl, but yeah they should have got like someone five, who is like six two or something yeah yeah they should have they should have gotten a more imposing right like woman. or someone who's like really muscular or yeah. something like that but like, still attractive right like a hot like power lifter but or every time she's on screen i'm just thinking of her stupid non-accent and her stupid teeth and her ugly hair and i'm oh god i can see your makeup flaking off on the side there just, <laughs> i i was really i was annoyed i would be surprised if she time. wasn't even wearing makeup and they just did that digitally like maybe. other than close-ups and stuff yeah, yeah maybe i don't know i didn't pay that much attention uh, also, I found all of the action boring because a lot of times it was just two orcs slapping against each other. I, <laughs> I thought it was um, this is a spectacle. I, this whole movie yeah. felt like a spectacle to me, oh, and it definitely. wasn't. Yeah. And it wasn't. I for that reason, I didn't think it was bad. Fair enough. And it was at least not knowing anything about the game. It was kind of interesting to see a, a new fantasy world that used different rules and stuff, and see how they do the world building and everything. Yeah, that was there was. Um, we're going to structure, I guess. We'll segue with that. Saying that there was a little bit of, yeah, we probably needed to know some of this stuff to have yeah. a little better sense of what was going on. They didn't do a terrible job of it, but I think most of that, they're just lucky because they are using elements like 
orcs and witch like wizardry that like kind of everyone sort of knows what you're getting yeah. at whereas if we hadn't seen like anything like lord of the rings or any of that and you just come into this you wouldn't really know what the fuck they were getting at one of the main things they fucked up with me for structure was the movie starts out with like a battle scene a little fight scene it doesn't have anything to do with the movie it's just like a cutscene, if you will and there's a voiceover saying that orcs and humans have been battling since that hundreds of years or whatever yeah but in the movie the human world has never even seen the orcs before they don't know what they it was are confusing and Very- then they they tr- they come in like from their world with a portal and i guess that's why it's called the beginning we figure like, okay maybe that's what they meant is it nowadays orcs have been battling and this is the story of how it started but yeah. they don't explain that right no, it's it's uh it's it's jarring and confusing, and it took us probably a good fifteen minutes to realize to like really... oh they're not supposed to know these guys ever exist. They don't know yeah. what they are or anything. Yeah, no, I'm I felt it a lot more than you did. That I felt like you really needed to care and know the game to know anything yeah. that was going on. Yes, I understand. I like fantasy stuff uh, right. when it's done well. So yes, I understand high fantasy concepts, but I don't know anything about the rules of magic. In I was this just going to mention and that, what like, they, they what they that... should and shouldn't be able to accomplish at different levels of education and age and wisdom right. and and then there's your our main character this guy from the viking show he just he seemed like he had no trouble killing orcs right okay Everyone what's else so special about blasted. him he was just supposed to be a really good i mean fighter. he even survived like a special orc on orc like contest at right. the end and he fucking killed this like the big magically boss enhanced orc. yeah orc. It, with no no problem he just slid between his legs cut him in the dick and then yeah. like stabbed him in the back like, okay is that normal or is this just this super oh, power character that. that remind me though in visuals i was impressed i thought they got away with a lot of violence for a pg-13 movie they showed blood they showed people getting stabbed and hacked and all sorts of smashed flat with hammers and everything. Like I was impressed with how much they got away with for a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, I think it's just because it was it it all looked so fake and otherwise everything. Yeah, was but so even clean. like showing blood, like the human not the col- weird colorful orc blood, but actually like real blood. And they stuff. didn't show a lot of human blood. Not a they lot, but a normally bit. you watch a PG thirteen movie, there's zero. They don't show almost any, especially in like a battle scene like that mm-hmm. with people like getting smashed against trees and stuff. You know. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. They definitely the battle scenes were a little bit more gritty than you would expect from that movie. I remember you being pretty enamored with that and I really it wasn't, wasn't enamored. Yeah. I think my expectations were for something so cartoony and comical, yeah. like Lord of the Rings, people getting bonked on the head and whoa, spinning around and yeah. falling off and then <laughs> riding a carriage down through vines. And then I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Might as well be playing with colored wooden blocks. No, you're you're completely correct. This was <laughs> And this was not, had like actual yeah. fighting. This was not a movie geared toward children. No. Uh, Which I was happy about that. Right. Because I'm very sensitive to Yes. Soft ass shit. Yes. So this this was not soft. It was ass hardly. Shit. It just was an aesthetic Conan that I didn't like. People getting cleaved in two and stuff, but right. or starship troopers. Yeah. You know, but it was more better than I expected in that regard. Right. So for the most part, I really wasn't paying much attention to this movie, so I can't comment on a lot more of the structure. I will say, I already said the one thing about a character that bothered me was the main dude was just way too good at fighting for no reason. But second of all, going back to this. Poor little Paula Patton character. Um, <laughs> she 
at the very end, so she was originally a prisoner of the orcs. She was a half-orc, half-human, and she was seen as a subspecies, so she was their prisoner. When they came over into the human world, she somehow escaped, and the humans took her in, and she started well, fighting with them. Well, I think they fought them. with that party, yeah. and they killed the orcs, and she was just there, like, sure. chained up or whatever. Sure. So then she started, like, falling in love with the human and fighting with them. And in the very last battle scene, the human king is like about to get killed by one of the orcs. And he turns around and asks Paula Patton to kill him. Cause he's like, if you do it, it'll unite humans and well, orcs. I think and you're a hero. For, we don't want this guy to be their hero. We want you to be their hero. Which in within the like orc characterization that they set up made no sense. No Cause these all. orcs would have been pissed off that this subspecies took their easy kill. And also she had been like helping them. Yeah. For, so it did they were all about like honor and stuff. They would have viewed her as a traitor anyway. Right. Exactly. So they were obsessed with honor. They would have been mad that she took their honor away right. from them. But of course, but she kills the King like he begs of her. And then the orcs take her away as a hero. And I went, that didn't make any fucking right. sense. So that pissed me off too. Otherwise, so neither of us have actually given our structure score. Um, this was the one I was the most lenient on. I put two. Oh, I put one and a half, actually, for yeah. structure. I wasn't paying enough attention, yeah. so I, I felt like I you, couldn't... You touched on this a little bit, but another one of the things that hurt structure was not knowing the rules of like the magic, which is always an issue in anything involving magic, you know, with stuff, even Lord of the Rings, the original ones, when you're like, why doesn't he do... Can he do anything? What can he do? What can he do with like Gandalf, you know? Yeah. Just when someone has like magical powers you never really know what the limits are what what can hurt them what can't the magic the people with magic seem pretty damn powerful in this yeah but they they would not use it sometimes you didn't know like is there a limit to how often they can do it do like they not, get tired do they get tired do they run out of energy do they, can it only work against certain things like some of that stuff that might be in the game and you just don't know yeah you know you have a general sense from playing the game of how powerful the magical characters are yeah but you don't get that you don't know what that is, so it can yeah. be kind of confusing. So but I, yeah, so I said yeah. one and a half. So I feel like my structure score is lenient because I already didn't expect... I, I'm already viewing this as not a movie. I'm viewing it as an extension of the game. Yeah. And as an extension of the game, the structure seemed fine to me. So I... In my mind, this already broke down. I think the structure, I was a little harsher because honestly, like I felt like I was on the verge of actually significantly enjoying this movie and yeah. those structure elements kind of took that away and I'm yeah. like, fuck. And see, I I knew from the first scene I wasn't going to like this movie. Yeah. So it just it just rubbed me the wrong way. Right. I, I had no interest in anything that happened. So I went, eh, given that I don't give no fucks, yeah. sure. Sure, whatever movie, you do that if you do you. Right. So... Segwaying into entertainment, I don't think it's going to come as a shock that I gave this a low, low entertainment score. I I could have fallen asleep at any point. I gave it a 0. .5. Damn, I gave it a two and a half. Yeah, because I was like, it's I I almost gave it a three for average, but yeah. like I said, it was a little bit too much of me being like, wait, what? Oh, how does this work? You know what I mean? And just kind of being a, a the, little bit taken out of it. This accomplished nothing that a movie should accomplish for me. It, it didn't... There were just little things that would, like, snap you out of it. Like, you're in the midst of enjoying it, and then you're like, ah, no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, so overall, you're like, I almost didn't really enjoy that. Yeah, and see, if you bite me at the beginning, I lose yeah. interest the then whole you're just time. Done. You're like, this is not happening. Yeah, yeah, I just stop. Just stop. <laughs> so you were still able to enjoy yeah, the good elements it. throughout. I was not whereas, bored. Yeah. Whereas I was bored. I would still say it was below average enjoyment on, like, obviously, when I say average, if I watched every movie, 
the average of them wouldn't be a three in entertainment on our scale. They would right. be lower. Yeah. But I'm just talking about three in the is scale the kind of, of neutral like score. neutral yeah. score. Of, right. Exactly. It just means that, you know it was enjoyable. I watched it. Didn't love it. Didn't really have any negative feelings towards it. I had some negative feelings towards it. Obviously, I had to go a little bit lower than three. Yeah. But I I enjoyed it. No, and me, I, I was really having a what am I doing with my life moment <laughs> while watching this. Yeah, I was you like, seem to be. Just... I was like, I could be watching Assassin's Creed again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's at least a shirtless fastbender in that one. There's nothing in this one. You gotta look you at Paula Patton's uh, Paula Patton's green thighs or something. And her nasty bird's nest hair. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> she was supposed to be like a prisoner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they should have washed her when she got into the human's castle. But, I mean, this is sort of medieval times. I guess didn't they didn't they do sort bats. of have the queen come up and like dab a rag on her or something trying to take care of You weren't even watching this movie. I was barely watching it. Yeah. I, I was on my phone. I was looking stuff up about the movie. I was trying to see if there was anything interesting I could talk about with the movie. Even more so than Assassin's Creed, this one was just pure game facts. And, well, this orc corresponds to gameplay to blah, 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 because yeah, they talked about unbroken line of chieftains and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. I really don't give a shit. Yeah. I will say, I mean, some some of the interesting-ish facts about this. It's directed by David Bowie's son. Huh. Yeah. Who also directed Source Code. Ugh, I which, hated Source Code. Yeah. I don't even remember much about Source Code, except that I hated it. Yeah. Uh, I talked a little bit more about that one in my... In, in the last in the FPX episode. One. Yeah. Uh, but he also directed a well-regarded movie called Moon um, with Sam Rockwell. I've seen that. Yeah. It, it, people seem to really like that movie. It I've never been interested. It was sort of like, a, I mean, it's not like Cube, but it's probably enjoyed by the same type of mo- like people because mm-hmm. there's not a lot really going on. But oh, okay. it's like well-acted. He's like the only character in it for most of the movie. Yeah. It's the one I'm thinking of. People have a real boner for Sam Rockwell, so yeah. I have a feeling that's probably and, it. Uh, he grosses me out. Sort of, um, I don't want to say esoteric, remember, but it's yeah. a very like kind of highbrow, artsy, sci-fi movie kind of thing. When I think of Sam Rockwell, I think of the character that he played in The Green Mile. It was like the child rapist with the All I think of is fucking Hitchhiker's Guide, which I hated. uh, I hated that that movie. So I hated him in it. I hate the girl that's in it. I hated everything about that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Zooey. I don't like Zooey. Yeah, that started your hatred of Zooey. Yeah, I think it probably did. Yeah. Because I don't think I'd really seen her in anything before that. I don't remember much about Hitchhiker's Guide except that, except the actors that were in it. And she always seems like she's on, like especially in that movie, like on a near fatal dose of Valium or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that and the happening. Yeah, the happening. That movie was hilarious. Yeah. Is she is she good in anything? She's good in she's okay in like comedy the new stuff. Girl, new girl, yeah. she's good in new girl. And she's not bad. And I mean, she was in that movie Yes Man, wasn't she with Jim Carrey? Oh, I never she saw didn't it. have a comedic like role in their character in that but the movie was whatever i never it was saw mediocre it. yeah but she wasn't annoying in it but yeah she's okay in the new girl she's not really bad it's yeah. just i will say so some other facts about this that i can't even find a way to weave into a narrative about the movie because i don't care enough about it, it random is, facts go it is the highest grossing video game adaptation at not 430 surprising, million because it like did huge in china yeah it's one of only two movies that has crossed the $400 million threshold uh, worldwide box office without making $100 million in the U.S. Yeah. And it's one of the few movies that made over $100 million in China and did not make over $100 million here. And it's like, it broke all sorts of records for opening weekend and stuff in China. They were all kind of qualified records. They're like, right. highest record for... 
movies released at midnight on a weekday. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, like weird, you know, so it wasn't necessarily just the highest opening movie ever no, there, it was- but it, it, it made enough of an impact that they had to find some measures by which it they could make it. It was notable for certain reasons, but only very specific ways. Right, right. So the basically the Chinese box office really saved this Isn't movie. Isn't the highest grossing movie over there like, uh, wait, don't say it. It's like um, Alice in Wonderland or something. I don't know. It's either it's that the or mermaid. like... I, didn't what? they... So they, there is mermaid. a Chinese movie called The Mermaid that no one in the US has ever heard oh, of. and it's just But it was like this fucking there? box office smash, like took everything over there. Maybe we should yeah. watch The Mermaid. Oh, God. Maybe we should have a uh, faint praise episode with high-grossing Chinese movies. God, we're going to be watching a lot of fucking Transformers then. I don't yeah. want to do that. No, I mean like the, China, the ones that weren't released. Like there. actually yeah, like made in China. Yeah, like The Mermaid and whatever else. What about The Wall or The Great Wall? That was released here too. Yeah. Matt Damon, that doesn't count. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody cared about that one. Even Maybe Chinese not even Chinese people. people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I've, I think I've done gone through all my World of Warcraft yeah. facts. So oh, or, hate- oh, I'm sorry, my Warcraft facts, not World of Warcraft. Warcraft, colon, the beginning. Yeah. So I would say that I don't know if this would uh, support my theory that if it has a colon, it sucks, because I, I wouldn't say this that's movie why you sucks. G- that's why you gave me that face. Yeah. I thought it sucked. All right, it's not through, great. One through your scores. I, I would say it's decent. I don't even know if I'd say it's good. Yeah. So they were two, two, one and a half, two and a half for a total of eight. So I did one, one and a half, two and a half for five. So you did it worse than Assassin's Creed. I Significantly did. worse than I did. Assassin's Creed. I would gave rather, Assassin's Creed a seven or something. I would rather watch Assassin's Creed over again. I would not even close to rather watch Assassin's Creed. So actually, Creed I scored it I'd so... I'd rather look at Paula Patton in, with her with tusks her tooths? and yeah. her rat's nest. Yeah, so I scored it so low that it lost to Assassin's Creed because uh, wow. five and eight is 13. So is the first and we time gave we'd have a... a Disagreed on which one is worse? No, we did one. It doesn't happen often. Normally, did, it's fairly obvious. We did one recently. So I agreed with Rotten Tomatoes that Assassin's Creed was worse. Yes, you did. I think we also disagreed on... One of the Snow Whites or something. King Arthur. I actually rated Legend of the Sword higher than the 2004 King Arthur. Oh, and I didn't. Yeah. yeah. So I think these are the only two ones... It's funny because actually, the last week with the two was the Egypt movies, we'd ever had. oh, we got we got them on the dot. Yeah, we each said five and a half for the Mummy and eight. Yeah, so it's the first time God's we'd have a perfect Egypt. match, and now it's one of our farther apart. Yeah, I I don't know. I just it, at least I got to see you're allowed to disagree. Fastbender's chest, so <laughs> got something out of it. <laughs> I didn't get to see anybody's chest. Aww. I mean, I got to see his, but oh, <laughs> poor Eric. Aww. Yeah, both PG thirteen movies. I know, right? Wah. Yeah, with these with these movies geared toward Chinese crowds, you're not gonna get no boobs. Yeah, no Didn't boob. Think rule. about that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes in their own movies, they'll have like erotic ones. I think one is called if it's like R rated, but not. In a, yeah, I mean, even here, PG thirteen. But they don't tend so to rare. like that from the American movies. The American movies, no. they yeah. they want it to be like all spectacle. Right, and action they just want huge and, spectacle. Yeah, I'm guessing that the cultural notions of romance are very different there, right. so they don't care about. I wouldn't even know what ours. like a like yeah. a normal romance setup would look like for an Chinese. But why movie. would they dis? But why would they not care about something like Logan? I don't. I know. think it's because it's just not visually as um, spectacular. Yeah. It's more like gritty. Dark. Yeah. It's realistic type. They like the stuff that's way over the top visually. Yeah, they don't want to watch him like pulling his like the bloody like, thing out yeah. and wiping it like his pussy like claw and wiping it off yeah they want to see stuff with like in this movie the crazy colors people yeah flying around through the air orcs with hands bigger than their torsos right and, smashing yeah. people with hammers stuff flying around stuff yeah like that. yeah that kind of stuff i just i just have a hard time with it it doesn't it doesn't appeal to me 
All right. In general, yeah, goofy, just something that has nothing else but spectacular visuals. But that's why I just gave it slightly below a three, because otherwise I feel like if they yeah. had bolstered that stuff a little bit, it could have it's, been a It's funny to movie. me. Yeah, it's funny. To, this might be the first time that we've said we're going to disagree on this movie, and we did actually disagree to this level. Because a lot of times because, we think we're surprised by it, but yeah, in the same way. Like, a rating of eight yeah. is actually pretty high for you. I'm, yeah. I'm real quick looking through your scores, and you don't give that high very often. Even, like, 12 Monkeys, you only gave nine. Yeah. Well, the last one, oh, this is kind of weird. 300 Rise of an Empire? What'd I give it? You gave it an eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. But other than that, I don't see Limitless. You ugh. Well, yeah, New Limitless wasn't terrible. I just no. didn't. It just, I just hate that kind of movie. So yeah, you don't do this very often. So this is one of the ones oh, that. What does this mean? I'm a nerd. I well, I mean, <laughs> but let's let's examine this from let's higher level. That. Yeah. Did you do you feel like you genuinely enjoyed this movie almost the most out of any movie that we've watched? I can't, I can't imagine that's the tr- the case. I think you have overrated some categories. Probably acting. Because they fucking suck. Yeah, but remember, like, the enjoyment is mostly wrapped up in the entertainment value. Yeah. Because I can rate a movie five in acting and be like, I hated it. Yeah. You know? So that doesn't really... There's yeah. no point in... Or even visually be like... Or structure be like, that was an incredibly well-made movie. Mm-hmm. Four structures. Incredibly well-acted. Five acting. Yeah. Zero entertainment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just looking at some of your scores. I think yeah. I'm... Le- I honestly think your score... Your other scores are more affected by your enjoyment of the movie than mine are. Yeah. I think you have a harder time separating it. Eh, whatever. Like, if you hated a movie, you're not going to give it a four or five in acting because you're going to not have felt that you were enjoying that. Like, not to mean that you're... That you're you don't great. know me. Yeah. You don't know me, <laughs> oh, I man. Don't, I don't. I'm just saying I think they're more affected by it eh. than, than mine. Eh, not that mine aren't and not that yours are unreasonably affected. It's my podcast, my rating system. <laughs> I do what I want. No need to get defensive. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I just think it's funny that this would indicate that it's one of the more enjoyable movies that you've watched. But like I said, if you'd looked at pure um, entertainment score, I don't know. Maybe it's how many have I ra- rated two and a half? For entertainment. Do you have that on the spreadsheet you gave, individually? You gave... I do. You gave Gods of Egypt pretty high. Yeah, I was You said three. By those goofiness. Yeah. Um, Maybe I like spectacle as much as Chinese people. <laughs> and you gave Limitless a pretty high one. 12 Monkeys, two and a half. I am number four. Two and a half. I actually agreed with you on that one. I could I'm watch surprised. I am number four Oliphant. again. Yeah. I could totally watch that movie again. I don't care. It seems like I like... Movies that have interesting mythos world building. All those movies you've mentioned have like a totally unique universe that doesn't exist in other movies. So maybe I'm susceptible to that. Because think about it. I am number four. This one, Gods of Egypt, they all created their entirely new world. It's not really... I mean, everything's derivative nowadays, but it was at least... They're all original. Yeah. And fairly well fleshed out in terms of how their universe works. So that must be what I'm susceptible to. Yeah. So now you know how to make a movie that Eric likes. Get on it. <laughs> yeah. Add boobs. Yeah. <laughs> not PG-13. Yeah. Not PG-13. More violence and gratuitous nudity. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's why he likes That's Game of takes. Thrones. Yeah. Game of the... Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like Game of Thrones too. Right. So I'm not against any of that it's a good, stuff. It's a complete world building. Lots yeah. of violence. Lots of nudity. Just sometimes if I get stuck on something, like I got really stuck on that Paula Patton character. I know. Like I said, you can be, she, you can have I a I think movie. I mentioned her in every single section. See, that's what I yeah. meant. It's not that your scores are 
necessarily tainted, but like you can have one of these elements completely ruin a movie for you where yeah. I think I'm less susceptible to that. Yeah. Where I can be like, that was good acting, zero on the entertainment. Yeah. Cause if or I, bad acting, bad visuals, bad structure, yeah. still entertaining. Yeah. And if I, <laughs> if something catches my attention in a movie that pisses me off, You're too I'll distracted. find a way, I'll find a way to make it affect Every or just category. like I mentioned, the teeth, like it's done for you after that. Once you've yeah. been like snapped out of it, yeah. that's it for you. You're just like, nope, not enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, and I did that for Limitless too because right. it had that weird aspect of and like, like this a isn't different working identity. for me, now yeah. the movie's ruined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Yeah. So well, that's we, why all, we're, if we, we all have if our we're things. If we're exactly the same, we could just do the podcast by ourselves. Yeah. So Except I'm not world, doing any more podcasts the world is about diversity. <laughs> Stronger <laughs> together. <laughs> and on that note, I think that is going to do it for us this week. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com. And I'm trying out Twitter. Oh, shit. Yep, yeah, it's uh, at faintpraisetj. So at this point, it's just me. Eric doesn't have one or run the Twitter yet. Yeah. So everything you see me saying, everything you see said about Stranger Things or bitching about the Tony. mummy, it's all me. So it's all me, folks. Me. So feel free to yell at me on there if you think my scoring system sucks and Paula Patton is the greatest. I actually don't care about her. She just sucked in this movie. But anyway, thank you for listening and hopefully you will join us next week. Yes.